Okay, welcome into the Bound Pads podcast. I'm your host, Wiley McDonald. We have a very special podcast today, the first ever three-man podcast. I have Brett Usher, fresh off killing it on the NBA University podcast, and Mikey Bile, the most frequent guest for sure. Um, welcome in, guys. Hey, man. Thanks for having us. What's up? What's up? Yeah, the, we're doing kind of a, two kind of fun segments. The first one was Mikey's idea. We're going to do a league pass drafts. Uh, we're going to each draft five teams. Um, we can each kind of go around and say what we look for in a league pass team. Um, Mikey, do you want to start? Uh, what do you look for in a league pass team? It would be your yeah, idea. For sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I have – I've got some things that I really love about certain league pass teams, but – Things that really attract me to teams in general are if they've got a bunch of fun young players. Um, that's the biggest thing. Also, just like vibes teams, teams that like you can tell just really click on and off the court. If they've got like a good social media account and they're fun to follow and they're like full of awesome personalities, like you naturally want to root for them on and off the court. And yeah. I really, I really attract to those kind of teams. And I've got a handful today that we'll be drafting that I'm hoping I get. Mo- mostly based off of that um obviously like high scoring teams uh teams that have like one of those dudes that just can take over a game you know you've got like your twitter alerts start going off and it's like holy shit this guy just dropped 25 and a quarter i gotta get over to that game they got those kind of teams you always want to keep your eyes on um yeah yeah exactly like a you know clay thompson kind of quarter situation and then the lastly, guy, Anthony yeah. Simon, both of you guys, Anthony Simon, is kind of well, yeah, no, getting to no, that level. No spoilers, but yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, lastly, if they've got a good, fun broadcast crew, which there's only a few in the league that I'm like, are the broadcasts mm. that I'm really like there for, and that could actually put a league pass yeah. team over the top for me as well. well That's a good point. I look for. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny. Like, there's a. Uh, I've never really done the tiers, but there's like such like a steep talent drop where it's like yeah. some teams got it and some teams you're like, oh, I, I will never listen to their broadcast. And if it's like they're the NBA TV team that you're stuck with, you're like, shit, <laughs> you know, yeah. that's a good point, though, because, yeah, that's a big part of it. Like when you're like that does add value to these teams from in terms of um league pass watchability is, is the broadcast because it it varies quite a bit, man. Like mm-hmm. you said, some are. Some are awful and some um, like certain teams in the Northwest are just fantastic. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, I'd say kind of the similar things with me. Like I'm definitely it's hard for me to resist a great offense. Um, you know, I probably do tend to lean toward the high scoring teams more, but uh, the young, young players is probably like a big thing for me. Like I'd rather watch a bad team loaded with exciting young players than like a really good team that I don't consider to be super exciting. Um, so that's that's a big one for me. So I do like I watch a lot of bad teams because I like to watch the young players so much. Yeah. Of um, and then, yeah. Yeah. The um, to kind of quickly add in the it all very personal, obviously the. One thing that I kind of think about when it comes to league pass team that I don't really think about the teams that are on national TV all the time. Like, I think those kind of 
And like, if you guys want to pick one, like we and these obviously we don't do our own thing, but I don't know, like the Lakers, like even when they're awesome and fun to watch, but they kind of are right now for the past few weeks. I they're never higher on my lead patch ranking because I get to watch them like fifty times a year on ESPN. So just like stuff like that, I kind of take into account too. Um, so I did kind of realize what before we jumped on that that I didn't have a great way to do a draft order. I do have a deck of cards right in front of me, so we're each going to pick a shoot, and the order the shoots come in would be the order we draft. Um, Brett, you're kind of the first one on my screen, so the, what shoot do you want? Hearts. Hearts. Mikey? Uh, spades. Spades. I'll, I'll go clubs. All right, it was the nine of clubs. I swear I didn't see the um, oh, goddamn. <laughs> um, and then spades. So Mikey second, and then Brett right, third. The so then Brett will get two picks in a row at the end of the fourth round. All right. Oh, that's pretty sick. So we can see the picks up here on the screen. That's dope. Nice. Riley came prepared for this new fast draft. Let's yeah. go. I'm yeah, sharing, that... I'm sharing my screen. All this, all this time of high, of walking remotely, it prepared me well for this Zoom catch. Always sharing my screen, <laughs> my co-workers. But um, yeah. So we're gonna each draft five teams, so fifteen teams, half the league, pretty much. Um, I'm gonna go first. Um, this one, I think there's like two or three teams that could be considered. Uh, I think the team kind of combined everything you're kind of looking for with it, a uh, young team, uh, entertaining team, a good team, and a team that because of their market, they they have started to get more national TV game, but still not a ton. I'm going to take the Memphis Gridweeds. And I'm actually wearing my uh, Jalen Jackson Jr. Uh, Vancouver right. Gridweed Jordy, um, Spartan Dog, uh, Jalen Jackson Jr., I think uh, Jod might be the m- most fun player to watch in the entire league. I love all the guys, Fane, uh, Conchard, kind of a favorite. He's fun to watch. And, yeah, I think they're like the definition of a league pack team right now for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were definitely on my list. That's uh, They weren't right at the top there, but, like, Jaws must watch TV. So anytime you got a guy like that, like that's the kind of dude I was talking about. Just you got to keep your eyes peeled the entire time you're watching Memphis because he's going to do something ridiculous at any point. Yeah, he's a you could put jaw with any, you know, any other four guys or, you know, 10 guys, whatever. And uh, and they're still going to be must watch like he's he's electric. He's one of the most entertaining players. I've ever seen. Um, I've been watching basketball for a long time and he's he's like top tier entertainment value. So yeah, that's a that's a solid pick. They were certainly in my top uh, you know, five or so, I think. So yeah. And, uh, well, well, maybe I could have waited a little bit to get them. It seemed like you got maybe <laughs> maybe uh, there's, nah, there's a maybe. little bit of a strategy to it. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. Like there's so okay, I'm just gonna go right into mine. Yeah, go and for um now that I got Brett sitting behind me with two picks, I can't fuck around. Oh, yeah. Know, <laughs> you know how it is. Um, this isn't the most strategic pick. I know it wouldn't be the number one pick for the majority of NBA fans, but I got to take my Portland Trailblazers. 
um, uh, talking about yeah. like you know fan favorite young guys that are clicking they've got the broadcast going for them they've got the vibes thing going for them like it hasn't been the nicest stretch recently but they just got dame back they won two in a row and the good vibes are coming back they got a lot of things going for them that i tune in for every night and one of the biggest things is we got this kid shade and sharp that any day now he's going to put someone on a poster and like Mm -hmm. the moment he does it's going to break the internet and like i can't Mm -hmm. take my eyes off the screen because it's coming and uh y'all should be tuning in too let's go blazers yeah they've got they've got a lot working in their favor for sure the young guys the just that athleticism the the vibes damian lillard mega star ultra clutch three you know logo lillard and um they're just a fun team to watch they play they play a pretty fun brand of basketball and uh yeah i was i was hoping they'd be available but i kind of figured they wouldn't be so yeah. <laughs> we, move, we move on but yeah. solid choice solid choice though just from an objective standpoint too like not just because you're a blazers fan but they're i i really think even if i didn't like them you know as much as i do they'd be near the top for me uh, mm-hmm. they're they're hard not to enjoy but anyway all right um I'm going to go with the team that I've probably watched the most this season. I know who That's it is. The beam team. Yeah. <laughs> like the beam. <laughs> Sacramento Kings, man. Like, you know, you got a top five offense. Um, they just, they score a ton of points. They're, they're very entertaining. They've got some guys that can generate some serious highlights. Um, Malik Monk has been spectacular. Uh, and then, yeah, just, just the way they play, man. Like, uh, it, it it really is beautiful to watch. Like they're they're one of the more aesthetically pleasing offenses in the NBA. And um Mike Brown deserves a lot of credit for that, man. But yeah, I feel like they're they're probably the team I've watched most this year. Just I think part of it's my time zone. Mm-hmm. Um and I actually do get their channel here in Hawaii. I don't get the Lakers channel, I don't get the Clippers channel, I don't even get the Warriors channel, but I get the Kings channel. So those other three teams are blacked out, but I do actually get to watch the Kings uh, on any time they're on TV. Uh, so that's that's really nice. They're like immune to the blackouts here for me. So yeah, that's uh, and, and man, the vibes, the memes, the beam, like it, it's just it's all great. Uh, Kings Twitter is is fantastic. Um, they've got a really solid uh, broadcast team. Like nor a lot of times, like I don't really like super homer announcers or broadcasters, but like. Kate Christensen is a super homer, but she pulls it off. I actually, I actually enjoy it when it's, when it's coming from her. And then of course the great Mark Jones. So like, um, so, so they're, they're top tier, uh, broadcast team. No question. Um, just what's not to love. And they have such awesome fans. Like even just Mm -hmm. seeing that through the TV, you kind of, you know, you feel that energy, not like you would in golden one arena, but you do feel They've got a lot of the things that I kind of touched on earlier. They were definitely high up my list too. Um, I kind of feel like maybe they would be the consensus number one for like yeah. NBA nerd fandom. Um, they're, but they're kind got, of de- yeah. They've got like awesome social media team. Yeah, and like that kind of stuff, like really tends to yeah, it's just like well branded for the kind of people that tune into League Pass, like yeah. that sort of thing, like. They're, they're really cornering the market on that. They remind me kind of the Blazers. The Grizzlies are kind of like that too. Like, yeah. yeah. No, they're totally kind of the defensible, awesome pick. Yeah. Quint- dude. Quint- quintessential lead pass team. Yeah, yeah. Mike, we might have played up shouts a little bit, but I realized that the 
the top two concession teams might but might be able to snag both of them probably. I know, it's, yeah. <laughs> what's that? What's that? Um, I get to see what he does. He owed, uh, All right. The who do not pick? Uh, I've got. I know who I'm taking next for sure. It didn't matter which order. These were going to be my two. Um, another team with a, a great, great broadcast crew and and great fans and great vibes and lots of good young players and they're really good and that's the new orleans pelicans mm-hmm. um uh, zion is zion is right there with jaw as far as like my favorite players to watch and then you know you could go down the list of all the other players on their team ingram and trey murphy and cj and uh they're just uh and then they've just got fun guys like herb jones and alvarado who aren't just fun guys they're really good players but like they're also just kind of extra fun um just if really like they're a team that I don't even think has re- approached their ceiling and they're already like, I don't know, top five, six team in the league. I think if you look at most metrics. Um, so I think they have a chance to be really special and, and yeah, Joel Myers and Antonio Daniels is a killer awesome. uh, broadcast duo. They're they're They remind me a lot of the Blazers guys. Like they're almost like, you know, like a, a different version of them, but like, there's definitely a, an analogy there, like an analog between Joel Myers um, and uh, and Antonio Daniels and like and and Lamar Hurd and um, the the legendary um, uh, Kevin Calabro. I'm sorry, man. I'm a little tired. No disrespect, Kevin Calabro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was yeah. I was taking a second day on your name. The great <laughs> Kevin Calabro. So yeah. Anyway, Pels, man. They I feel like they'd be probably top five for just about yeah. anybody. I yeah, think so, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, the CJ, Zion, Ingram, Play Morphy, the kind of they got the stars that can build it up and they got the young guys that you're kind of following to see when they take the next step. Yeah, that's a great pick. Uh Mikey, you're kind of in the middle here. The you went homo pick first off. What what are you gonna do this time? Okay, so I'm really happy these guys fell to me. I actually had them third on my big board um after the, the kings and the blazers so i'm gonna go with the cleveland cavaliers and not a team mm. that i expected to be this high on at this point in the season um but i just love the they've got the same kind of thing uh just infectious kind of locker room vibes coming out of there i love like the leadership position that kevin love has taken with the team even ricky rubio not playing yet they've got a good mix of young guys i think darius garland might be like one of my top three favorite individual players to watch right now. And him and Spider, just like the guard play there, they light it up every night. Then I'm super high on Mobley. I really like Jared Allen. Like I'm kind of just locked into this team um, for the foreseeable future. I think I'm going to be rooting for them. And uh, East Coast games are pretty tough for me. Like usually I'm getting off work about now and like East Coast games are already be entering like the fourth quarter and stuff. But I find myself pretty regularly, I think like 10 times now, I've done the uh, like all possessions recap games of the Cavaliers games in the morning because it's just like there's always some good stuff happening there. I'm not super high on their broadcast crew. I'm not really familiar with their social team either, but just like the product they put on the court and the, the personalities that their players have, their head coach, it's all just good vibes. So, yeah, I'm rocking with the Cavs for my second pick and I'm happy with it. Yeah, they were definitely uh, they were definitely high up on my rankings. Um, I actually seen them play 
twice live this year, once in Chicago, once in Detroit. And yeah, they're just a really fun team to watch, both live and on TV. The multiple ball handled. Uh, I really like watching still big guys. Um, so that probably why I like Brett Kane's pick and Sabonis. But uh, mm-hmm. Evan Mobley and Jared Allen are fun to watch. I love the Twin Tower look for them. Yeah, the, I will say that I'm shocked that this team made it back to me. I saw, I thought for sure Brett was going to take him. I, I know who it is. <laughs> I thought about it. I'm going to take the OKC Thunder with my next yeah. Ah, I actually didn't think they would go this early. I, I I respect the pick, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. Uh, I don't know if I have a great reading, but for some reason, when someone said, like, league pass team, the team I think of is the OKC Thunder. Just because, like, especially the past few years when they probably haven't had a national TV game in, like, three years. I don't, I don't know for sure, but I assume so. And they just have, they have all these young guys that you want to follow. And, yeah, like, SCA have been awesome this year. Uh, uh, Mikey notes from our swag that Jalen Williams, I really wanted the board to get him in the draft, and uh, OKC – uh, took him and he been awesome this year. Um, Josh Giddy will always have a shot spot in my heart. Um, I was never that good at playing basketball growing up, but uh, playing like YMCA basketball growing up, that was kind of my game. I would a good passer, but I couldn't defend anyone and I couldn't score for my life. But <laughs> so he always had like, a shot spot in my heart. But yeah, I he, mean, he's always doing fun stuff like. He'll do like some kind of boneheaded shit. I watched a game a couple weeks ago where he threw the ball off the backboard on an inbound pass. Like you never see that, but then like he makes up for it with like three awesome plays after that. So it's like that's the kind of league pass stuff you want to tune in for anyway. Yeah, it's yeah, funny that you say fun. that. Be- it's funny that you say that because I saw Brett kind of had like oh tweeted a wheel of like all it like inbound patches that Giggy had that he was just like dropping dime from the inbound. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, oh, he's the great, the greatest ever, man. He really is. Like nobody can, nobody can show me a greater reel. And he's, he's only been doing it for you know two years or whatever. So like, um, yeah, he's a, a special, special inbound passer. But that one was funny off the backboard. But that was one where like against the Celtics, it was a funny game. Because that was just that was just after a made basket, like yeah, on the yeah. other end, like he wasn't gonna get an assist off that. So he just he it was it was hilarious. Definitely like a a shacked in a fool moment. But the fun thing about the Thunder is like. I mean, I don't even know if I consider them like a bad team at this point, but you know, they're in the bottom third, I guess, of the NBA or whatever, but like they can beat anybody. That's Mm -hmm. what makes them compelling as a league, as a league pass watch is like, no matter who they're playing, they could get the win. Um, If a team just doesn't bring it, like they're going to, they're going to take advantage and um, they can beat anybody on any given night. So yeah, I, I think that adds to their value in addition to just like the, the young players and talent that they have and, and the scrappy nature with which they play. So yeah, they would have been for sure my next pick if they're available, but I respect, I respect you taking them there. You didn't even say that one of the best, the best parts about them is you get to see Poku do things on an NBA court. Yeah. And it's Dude, just like, they're just so funny, him. man. Poku. Yeah. Just yeah. like, they've got a lot yeah. of guys like that, but like, it's kind of still coming into his body, looking like a baby deer out there, shooting threes, blocking shots. And it's just like, they're a fun team to root for. Like you said, super competitive. They went into Atlanta last night. I watched that game, at least like the fourth quarter of that game. And just like they play with such an FU attitude. You're like, 
you look at the product just on paper it's not a lot of talent but they're gonna they're not even really sneaking up on people like people know who they are now like you have to be ready for them and they're bringing it every night so yeah definitely really well coached Yeah. yeah really well coached team yeah definitely um Kind of, I'll run through the pitch real quick. Uh, we're two round in. Uh, kind of funny that we are. We have five Western Conference teams and only one Eastern Conference team so far. And honestly, the the next team on my list is a Western Conference team too. So that's kind of funny. I have wow. the Memphis Grizzlies and the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Mikey had the Portland Trailblazers and the Cleveland Cavs, and then. Brett had the Sacramento Kings and the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, I'm gonna make my next pick, and I'm gonna go with the Denver Nuggets here. Uh, mm. All right. I think everyone knows I'm a bit of a Yoko a Jokic guy at Dillard. Um, he's probably my favorite player to watch in general. Uh, he doesn't always have a lot going around him, which is part of the reason why they kind of foul a little bit in my rankings, but. Yeah, I love watching the hit pass it. And this year, especially to seeing Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Boy seeing what they got. And yeah, I think they fancy themselves a contender. I think, depending on who do you ask, some people have them at a contender, some people don't. But it's kind of interesting to see this team kind of try to put it together on the fly and contend right away, pretty much after looting Moy and Porter last year. So. Yeah, mostly because of Jokic, they're pretty high on my list. And it's kind of funny because some of their fans might have to like rely on like league pads because they don't even like get it on like their own TV. If they... Yeah, it's probably probably blacked out in their own market too. Yeah, on league sure. pads. They're, they're relying on illegal streams. They're the all illegal stream team. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's so messed up. They are they're fun to watch. So that, that offense is absolutely beautiful to watch. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the defense. That's one thing with these teams too, is like if a team's kind of bad on defense is not necessarily a bad thing because it just kind of makes for just more more buckets on both ends the nuggets are kind of like that too like they're gonna they're gonna outscore you most nights but they're also gonna give up a ton of points uh at least this season so far um but their offense is absolutely beautiful and they're another team kind of like the pels where i don't even think they've approached their ceiling especially um as an offense i think i think i'd probably predict them to be well certainly top two by the end of the season in offense, if not number one, I think they're going to be, I mean, they're already probably top five, six. And I think, uh, I think they could challenge for that number one spot. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Mikey, you don't be like our middle pick. So the, do you want to uh, make this pick and then we'll uh, take a break after this? But, Sounds good. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um. So I'm finally going to go to the East. Oh no, I already went to the East. So I, I guess I'm representing the East coast here. It's kind of weird, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm taking another Eastern team and I'm kind of just trying to get in on this team early. Uh, admittedly, probably haven't watched them as much as I should have, but last night was a real eye opener. Um, I am taking the Indiana Pacers and mm, nice. I am really entertained by this squad. It's kind of insane to see Rick Carlisle at this point in his career, just trusting the young guys. You got Andrew Nembhard going into Golden State last night and putting up 31 and 13 without Tyrese Halliburton or Miles Turner playing. Um, Ben Matherin didn't even have an exceptionally great game, and he was my favorite rookie coming into the year. I actually picked him for Rookie of the Year. I just think that that kid's got oozing with potential. Um, They've got some fun people. I think Halliburton is 
pretty cool personality. He's also just like one of the most young magnetic talents that we have. Um, okay, yeah, I'm going to hitch myself to the uh, Pacers wagon right now. Shout out Kane and uh, say this is one of the teams that I'm going to be watching for the rest of the year, kind of regardless of how it goes, because, you know, they're a team that it's interesting to see if like they make a playoff push or if they go in the other direction, which they usually could. They're still going to be pretty fun to watch. And uh, yeah, let's go Pacers. I like it. Yeah, they they are fun, man. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see what they look like in a couple years. You know, when when they just when it is like just Halliburton and Matherin and Isaiah Jackson, maybe maybe Jalen Smith. Um, they've got they uh, they're two, fun. Uh, first team all rookie guys this year. It's yeah. pretty rare. Yeah, yeah, man. You think mm, you think um, Nemhard could be first team? I mean, it's it's one of those situations like he could maybe sneak onto a team. He's probably not like one of the five most talented guys, but if he's like an impactful player he, and they make like a yeah. playoff push, it could be similar to like uh, Herb Jones from last year. Well, yeah, I, yeah, no, I, yeah, 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 yeah. He's um, they, they've been playing. They're pretty good, man. They're, they're a pretty competitive yeah. team. They're they're certainly better than I thought they'd be, uh, and they're fun to watch. The broadcast crew, I think it's Quinn Buckner. They're you know mm-hmm. not stellar, but um, but yeah. That's a that's a good pick. I didn't see them going this early. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to get a, a good young squad, and that's uh, a good one. Also, yeah, they are like the Pacers. For some reason, they always just scream kind of boring to me, and like <laughs> I don't mean boring in like the worst yeah. way, like kind of like more consistent boring. Yeah, and it's kind of cool. They, to yeah, they've been the most boring. They've probably been the most boring. <laughs> the like if you you know like just go back even the last like fifteen years, they've probably been the most boring team in the league one of the most boring one of the most sure. yeah maybe like non lebron cleveland years <laughs> stuff like that but right yeah yeah stuff so it's cool to have them just be a young team that's on the map and you know that the future is just getting brighter for them anyway yeah so that's the halfway point uh and yeah well we don't take a quick break and we'll be right back with you Okay, we're back, uh, and we're gonna get right back into it. It's gonna we're gonna back to back pitch with uh Brett here. Your first two pitch with a uh, Sacramento King, then New Orleans Pelican. The where you gonna go here? Hmm. Um. I think it's time to pick the Boston Celtics. Okay. Okay. I mean, team to the East team, but gonna come back in a little bit. Yeah, best offense in basketball by far. Um, just like just on some beautiful game shit with the way they move the ball. They're legitimately fun to watch. More probably this is probably the most entertaining Celtics team. Uh I've I can remember. Um so yeah, that's a uh, and they're great. It's just it's a fun fun thing to now they're they're a team that's on national TV quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but you know, if they weren't and they had a game on league pass. I would, I would prioritize it. Um, solid broadcast crew. Mike, Mike Gorman is an absolute legend. Scalabrini. Um, I used to really not like, like, I don't know. I, I was just such a Tommy Heinsohn guy that I was like, you know, Scal's just not coming close to filling those shoes, but he's really grown on me. I think even hearing him on the Zach Lowe podcast um, a few weeks ago, just talking about how good the Celtics have been like 
sometimes when you hear someone in the broadcast and then you hear him on a podcast, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, he's actually, yeah. um, he's, he, I, he, he's, he's definitely resonates. Obviously. He resonates with me more as a podcast person. Yeah. He's great on podcasts. Yeah. yeah. And like he, so he, he probably just tones it down in the broadcast, but anyway, I, I've, he's grown on me and, um, and they're my original home team. So I can't mm-hmm. let them fall further than what was that? Like the ninth pick. So yeah, that's, that's yeah. a no brainer. Um, yeah, right yeah. there. I mean, their ball movement, that's a big thing for me. I love team that moved the ball really quickly, and Tatum is one of my favorite players to watch for sure. So, yeah, the, even though they do kind of quick that natural TV box a lot for me, the one way appeal just like watching the game, what you want, I think they give you exactly what you want. You want star power and good ball movement. So they they get both of that. So, yeah, good pick. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't go earlier because, yeah, that's the thing they do. They move the ball better than anybody. They're, they're a joy to watch. Um, okay. And then for the next one, I think we're going to have to go with another young team. Like, I'm just thinking the ones that I love to watch. And I, I got to go with the Orlando Magic Okay. next up here. I mean, you got Paolo Bancaro having just a, a pretty epic rookie season. And then, of course, Bull Bull, who's even more of a draw for me personally. I, I love to watch <laughs> Bull Bull plays. He's so fun. Uh, kind of like you were saying with Poku yeah. earlier, Mike, you like Bull Bulls, you know, not to just compare skinny guys because they're skinny. But, like, he yeah. is just an like an oddity that happens to be really fucking good. And just seeing him kind of break out after so many people were saying like, this guy's going to be out of the league. He's, he's trash or he's, he can't stay healthy, all this shit. Like, and now he's, he's having a legitimately awesome season. And then just on top of that, like they just got Marco Fultz back, got Cole Anthony, got, you know, Franz Wagner. Um, they're, they're very young and, uh, and very fun to watch. And they're a team where I think if they were at full health, um, it's a big if, but, if if they were at full health, like I think they could almost contend for like a play in, if not a playoff spot. Like I think they'd be they're they're another team that's maybe like a shooter short, but um, but they I think they'd be pretty competitive if they were fully healthy. They just really haven't been um this season. Like as somebody it feels like has been out always, and that even goes back a couple of years, but they're super fun to watch and they're 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 always a priority for me when I see them on league pass. So uh, that's a that's a pretty easy one for me. Yeah, I think Bull Bull got to be, if we're doing like players, I think Bull Bull got to be high up on the elite patch ranking for players, mm-hmm. especially. Or always. just like the, uh, he's like on the Twitter alert. Yeah. Like rankings, like players that's just like all of a sudden you get all these retweets and it's, because he, <laughs> like the thing about him and Poku that's similar, it's like, sure, they're skinny, they're tall, but it's it's the fluidity to see guys like built like that, moving down the court like that, like just with guard skills, it's insane. And he does yeah. something seemingly. I don't watch them enough. Another East Coast team. I watch the highlights pretty frequently, but it seems like every game he does something. Just like, how did he just do that with that body type? It's, like, it's wild. I'll like, I don't. Yeah, there, there. See, the East Coast games are are pretty tough for me because I'm, you know, on the extreme in Hawaii. Like those games come on at at two during the week, so I do miss a lot of those, or at least the first half. But I'll always, after every Magic game, I go back and watch every single one of bowls, you know, points and blocks. And I usually just record them and clip them and post them to Twitter. Cause it's always a spectacle. And like, and it's funny, those tweets do so well because everybody, everybody loves bowl bowl, man. He is, he's so compelling. He's so fun to watch. Everybody loves the story. Um, and he's just, he's, he's a pretty brilliant player, man. Like, I don't know. I, I look at him like he's a rookie 
Mm-hmm. You know, he's only played 70 something games. He just turned 23. He's missed a lot of developmental time. Like he, in a lot of ways, he's pretty close to a rookie, certainly closer to a rookie than, you know, a fourth year guy or whatever. So uh, I just think if he were a rookie doing this shit, people would be going crazy. He's getting a lot of hype, but if he were a rookie or even a second year guy doing this, it would be, it'd be off the meter. But I think just because he's been around and his name, he's almost a little tarnished that, He's not quite getting the hype I think he should be getting, but I hope they keep him there long term and um and and we just see see him continue to grow. For sure, yeah, definitely. I think that's a really good pick, uh, Mikey. The, bull, bull, baby. Yeah, bull, bull. <laughs> the Mikey, you got the Bladeords, the Cavs, and the Pacers. So we don't go with your second to last pick, y'all. All right, listen. I know I'm gonna catch a lot of shit for this one from people that I'm close with. Um, Probably similar to the Celtics, they they kind of don't fit the league pass norm because they're a national TV game. But they've got one dude that you always want to tune in to watch. I'm going with the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. they got a couple guys that can go off at any time. But Steph Curry is just it's going on, what, year 14 now? How long has he been in? And it's just one of those guys you can't take your eyes off of when he's on the court. Um, they're kind of breaking that uh, – that rule about good vibe teams that I like considering how they started the season, but you could tell they're picking it up. Like no. they've got Draymond and Poole playing together a lot more now. Um, I just, yeah, you know what you're getting with this team. You want to talk about like beautiful ball movement and everything. Like it might be a work in progress with the second unit, but the starters still got it. They're still in the lead offense. They still just know where to be just watching them. Like when you could see the play play out where it's, you know, Draymond passing from the high post and two shooters run into each other. And then you get Steph just cutting back door and you know how the play is going to play out in your head. And it's just like this beautiful geometry on the court. Like that's what we love watching basketball for. And it's like they can run those plays with their eyes closed. And then every now and then you just get a Steph game, him going off nutty. Clay's had a few nights recently. It's good to see him get his legs back. And yeah, I'm going with the Warriors. Sorry, Steve. Sorry, Derek. <laughs> sorry to everyone that's going to give me a bunch of shit Adler I still hate you um, <laughs> all right yeah <laughs> yeah okay. yeah Steph is Steph has got to be a top five top five um watchability guy right and so much of the NBA is guys like if a team has a guy like if the yeah. Memphis has jaw and the Pelicans have Zion and the Warriors have Steph it's like that's that it's kind of a star's league you know in that sense where like you know, I could hate the Warriors and and even if I didn't like anybody else in that team, like whatever, they have Steph. Like that's yeah. I'm I'm tuning in to watch that guy, man, because he is he's right there, man, with any player ever in terms of entertainment value. Yeah. yeah and so rarely do you have a guy like that that's had an entire team identity and like just like their offensive philosophy built around that guy and for it to work for as long as it's worked. And it's it's really like you got to cherish it for as long as we get it. I know we get tons of national TV games. They're probably going to make another playoff run, but it's still just, it's awesome to see. Yeah. yeah. Corey, definitely him, Jokic and Ja are probably my three favorite players to watch. That's mm-hmm. like, I don't yeah. know, like base hits for sure. Um, all right. So these are going to be my last two picks. Um, honestly, I was kind of looking at my big board kind of at Mikey Woods making his pick and yeah, well, kind of getting to kind of top spot parts where he like be like, um, oh, sure. <laughs> it, 
I'm going to go with they might start the pedal out here a little bit, and they kind of all would be all record-wise, but I'm going to go with kind of an Ole Heaton, Lee Patch. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Utah Jazz right here. Um, Lowry Marketing, the, he was my guy, Orion in Chicago. Um, uh, I'm happy to see him ball out in Utah. Kind of another one of those guys that I, I don't think he's ever worked out like this in Chicago, so I'm happy that he's playing well. And they did kind of they walk with cash flow and, and Vanderbilt are kind of two guys that they play that can't shoot. But other than that, I loved that they pretty much always have guys that can shoot, like penetrate, attack off the dribble, pass. They always have four or five guys on the court at all time that can do that. And I just really love that. I love it when it's, they don't really have a star. They're kind of like, it's Lowry going, they're going through him, it's quashing it, feeling it, they're going through him. Muit Bede, we have had some big games off the bench, and when he's feeling it, they kind of go through him. They just always kind of play with the hot hand. I feel like they've been very unselfish, and they've been fun to watch. And they, I think they have won the brightest future in the lead. Even if they stay in, stay pretty competitive, don't get a high draft pick, they have young player, and they have a ton of other draft picks that they can use to trade up or to keep bringing young talent in. So, yeah, Utah Jazz are. Like I said, it might pedo out, but I feel like the, the good spot for him right now. Mm-hmm. I like a team like that where it just seems that everybody knows their role on the team. They're also one of these teams that are exceptionally coached. Um, mm-hmm. They also kind of fit that uh, what I was talking about with the Pacers, where they've just been really boring for a long time, even when they were really good. Like, I just couldn't vibe with the Jazz for the last handful of years. And uh, this year, the few times I've watched them, they're they're definitely putting out a fun product. They got guys that play hard. I cannot stand watching Kellen Linick fall all over the fucking court, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if they just could get rid of, like, if I could just get, like, 40% less Kelly O on that team, I'd probably tune in more often. <laughs> but, he, yeah. He's such a big part of it, though. It's like, oh, it's all, it's, they're, they're almost like, like if Kelly Olynyk was a basketball team, and they just happen yeah. to have him, but like he, like the way that just the unselfishness, the kind of weird versatility, like mm-hmm. like Riley was saying, just having these guys, they can all shoot, they can all penetrate, like kind of these big guard type dudes, and uh, and then yeah, just like buckets, like Jordan Clarkson and Beasley, like Taylor Horton Tucker, even like, um, yeah, 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 yeah. just buckets, man. They're I they're feel like Jordan Jordan Clarkson in my eyes has kind of gone up a level this year. Yeah. It, uh, they fell off a little bit. I don't know if it's related to as much. Um, if it's not just the schedule catching up with them or if it is because Conley got hurt, but they fell off since Conley got hurt. But I think that Clarkson's really stepped into leadership role. Like it's kind of the, a player that I never really expected him to actually be. I always just thought he'd be like a, you know, a bench guard. And uh, he's really good, man. He's really good. good. He's like an excellent closer. He, was that uh, that first game against the Blazers where he he he, he went crazy like in the yep. fourth? Mm-hmm. That was where I was like, this dude is underrated. Like this dude yep. doesn't get enough love. Like so, you know, sometimes it just takes that one performance, like that one night on League Pass, where you just watch him. Like this guy, like yep. people don't talk about him enough as one of the premier scorers in the league. Like he, always, he's really it's always when they kick your team's ass. Yes. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> so like when you have to feel the pain of getting that yes. ass kicking, like that's when you're like, okay, now I respect this guy. 100 like, yeah, percent. He definitely earned it that night yeah same, that was same feeling from me yeah yeah good pick though they're up there they're one of my more watched t- teams this year and uh i'm glad you mentioned uh will hardy 
he uh he's done an excellent job with them and like no matter if they could they could not if they even if they didn't win another game all season i was still horribly wrong about them like i was thinking they were like a 20 win team maybe maybe less um they're, oh, I they're... know. I so I tried to talk some trash to the uh, the Jazz fans the other night after they lost, and it's like they're they're impenetrable. They've had the perfect season because it's like they got this little run. It's really nice, and they're like, even if we don't win any more games, we're better than we thought we'd be. Yes, if we start losing, like that's better for us. And they're just like they're yeah. bulletproof. You cannot talk trash to a Jazz fan this year. Great year to be a Jazz fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I'll, so you got got another one, right, Riley? Yeah. All right. So I was kind of saying, oh, it seemed like we were kind of trending toward Western Conference team. But I have four Western Conference teams right now. I'm going to pick a East team for my last team. I'm going to go with the uh, Toronto Raptors here. Um, the I really like their style of defense, how they kind of swarm everywhere. Uh, Van Fleet. It's kind of always been one of my favorite players in the league. I just love the way he plays, the way he grinds. Um, Jerry Twent Jr. has kind of been one of the under-the-radar guys I've always liked. He's either Chicago board killer. He always seemed to hit like seven threes whenever he goes up against us. Siakam, uh, great player. Stoddy Bond, one of those young guys that you want to keep tabbed on. So. Yeah, I, I'm honestly, when I was looking through my list, I was like a little surprised that no one picked them. But yeah, I think that I think they'll definitely in the top half of the league. So yeah, I'm pretty happy with my five picks, honestly. So yeah. The... Yeah, I was just talking about the Raptors like right before we got on. I was having a beer down by the pool and one of the guys that works in the building is a big basketball fan. And we were saying like, that's a team that's better than their record would lead you to believe um and they are fun just just the way they play like with just their endless length and they're just crazy uh defense i'm not gonna use the word chaotic because that's how it's always described but <laughs> you know how they play defense they're uh yeah. they, they, they make shit happen if they if they can ever figure out that half court offense um they're gonna be they're gonna be special but i think they're a team that's gonna be in the mix at the end of the season like i predicted them i think to be like a top three team in the east and they're nowhere near that now but i think that's like the level they could at least be playing at uh, once they get fully healthy and um and figure some things out and um yeah they're they're fun they might have been my next pick if you hadn't taken them but they would have they would have been my next pick too <laughs> they're fun they're yeah. fun yeah and good, good announcers too yep they're, yeah they're yeah they're they're announcers are super fun awesome cloud too i feel like the cloud always very good and not a quick shout out to Kuoko who yeah like, once a game you'll have like a block that you're just like oh my god like he would just, i don't like, know how how is that guy's second round pick? It's crazy. It's crazy. They've been like the I was like talking about it with Kevin. The board games keep popping in my mind. He had like four highlight wheel blocks and like the board. Oh, I remember Patrick Williams is still having nightmares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The all right, the Mikey, the your fifth and final pick here. Okay, so Raptors are off the board. Um let's see. In my notes. I think I'm going to transition away from my notes and I'm going to go with the vibes team. Uh, also, uh, probably too much of a national TV team in the true spirit of what a league pass team is, but I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm, um, Bucks and mostly, six. Yeah, mostly this is, they haven't been the most fun to watch this year. They've still been getting it together, but they've just got a lot of dudes that I really like. Um, it's kind of, 
hard to take your eyes off of Giannis when he's on the court, just like the physical dominance he is. But I've always been a huge Drew Holiday guy. Absolutely. I've also been a big Chris Middleton guy. It's fun to watch Brooke Lopez. I just think that like they've got a good locker room thing going on there. AJ Green, and, shooter. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's the new. He's the new wave, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's 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 interesting to see them kind of like it, it feels like they've been taking a narrative backseat to the Celtics this year, and it's all building up to this Christmas Day game, and I really can't wait to see what's happening there. And uh, if they've got their health with them and Middleton gets back clicking, I think that that's going to be a fun little Eastern rivalry. And so I'm kind of putting my putting my chips into them because I think that they're going to make things super interesting the second half of the season. And it's kind of pushing towards more of like a playoff matchup every time that they play the Celtics. The rest of the East, I think, is a whole tier below those two teams. Yeah. And I want to see how it plays out from here on. So I'm going to go with the Bucks as my last league pass team. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Giannis, like he's, he's again, one of the, my favorite guys to watch in the league. No question. Um, It's al- always been one of my favorite players, but like he, I, a lot of people compare him to Shaq. They're like he's a modern Shaq or whatever. I don't really like that comp, but I will say like, he's similar in terms of like watchability. Like I think I watch him for the same reasons. I used to love to watch Shaq, just the, just the physical dominance. And that's mm-hmm. not to say he doesn't have, a lot of skill because he does like probably more than even someone like Shaq. But, um, but it's just, there's something about that, man. Just seeing a guy that, that can't be stopped is, is really good, really good television. Yeah. Same as like, we're talking about Jordan Clarkson kind of ripping out the, the Blazers throat, like just this like feeling of helplessness that I had watching the Blazers go up against the Bucks when it was like Giannis had like a ridiculous third quarter and it was like, you couldn't help but admire it where it's just like, someone that physically talented when they just say like, Oh no, I'm winning this game right now. I'm willing my team over the edge right now. There's nothing you can do about it. To have a guy like that in the league with all the talent that we have in the league, it's pretty much it's, you know, it might be boring for some people because they're like, you know how it's going to end, but it's, it's must watch TV for me because yeah. we're not going to have that dominance all the time. He's Such probably the best, league, best player in the guy. league. Right. Yeah. I mean, like most, I mean, we, we could disagree on it, but like, I think if you pulled, all every NBA fan or every halfway knowledgeable one. Like, I feel like he'd probably be the overwhelming yeah. uh winner, you know, for best player in the league. So like, that's mm-hmm. something like, Hey, this is the best, not just the best in the league, the best on the planet, the best in the universe, yep. one of the best to ever do it. So yeah, that in itself is good TV, but he's such a good, such a good dude. And he's so fun. And like, he does some really fun shit on the court with his passing. Some of the dunks he pulls off. I mean, he's, he's spectacular. So yeah, that's, that's a great, great choice. And if you want to talk about vibes, like there might not be a better personality in the league than Giannis. Yeah. Like his, <laughs> that uh, press conference that he had about him just wanted a little birthday sex. Like, <laughs> oh. do you not love that guy? <laughs> we, we, I think we, I think we all related to that. Like <laughs> yeah. he's just, ah, oh, he's just one of us, man. Like, you yeah. know, we're, uh, yeah, that was, he could, that could have been any of us uh, saying that. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. <laughs> that was great. He rules. Um, well, all right. Know. This is it, huh? The last yeah. pick Mr. of the Bounce Pass podcast draft. Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, Mr.'s Irrelevant, I guess, because it's going to be a whole roster of them. Um, I'm going – I'm staying true to myself here. Like, as far as teams that I genuinely love to watch, uh, their record's not the greatest. 
Um, the Houston Rockets. Uh, yes. Loaded with young talent, similar to the Magic, my pick from last round. But uh, the Rockets, I mean, Jalen Green is must-see TV at this point. There's no doubt about that. He's spectacular. Um, and then, you know, of course, you've got like Jabari Smith is starting to figure it out. Like that's been really exciting for me as somebody who was pretty high on him. And then people after like two weeks were like, this dude's a bust, you know, it's like, are you guys crazy? Like, do you think he forgot how to shoot and forgot how to be 6'10", 6'11"? Like he's, the guy's awesome. And uh, he's starting to click. That's been really fun. Kevin Porter Jr. I think is one of the more entertaining players in the league. Shangoon is ridiculously entertaining. Tari Eason is a joy to watch. They've got good vibes. Um, It's not always pretty with the Rockets, but like they've got, They've got some cool stuff. The, the goon squad, I think they call the bench guys where it's like, you know, Garuba and Kenya Martin Jr. And Tari Eason, I think, where like the goon squad comes in and just dirties it up. Uh, they're fun. They've got a fun Twitter, uh, solid announcers. Um, I'm a big fan of the Rockets. They're definitely, they're probably like a top, top five, six watch for me on League Pass. So I feel like I'm getting pretty good value here with the 15th pick. That's yeah, they- Biggest thing for me with them is Mini Mart because he rules. It's more, it's more one of those like Twitter highlight dunk dudes that's just like every now and then it's like he's gonna do something nasty. Dude, he's um, got. I was looking at uh, dunks. I did like a post about my guy Shemezi Metu earlier today, like looking up how many dunks he has. And Kenya Martin Jr. Mini Mart is near the top of that list. He has. I might not be exactly right about this, but I think he has like 45 or 46 dunks in like 21, 22 (laughs) games or whatever. He's averaging like two and a half dunks a game, which might not sound like a lot, but go look at the league leaders, man. He's like, I think he's like top 10 and he's like, what? Six, 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 seven. Um, And not, and not like an every night, huge minute guy either. No, his no, no, no. His minutes aren't even that crazy. And like, he's almost more of like a wing, but yeah, he's, he's uh. He's a lot of fun, but yeah, that that whole team, man. I I I like uh, I like almost everybody on that team, and and they've got pretty for a bad team. They've got pretty good vibes. Uh, so yeah, that's. I feel like I got a steal there. I like my squad, my squad yeah, of squads. I knew, you, I knew you would. I joked with Derek that you were going to take the Rockets. <laughs> yeah, the Rockets and the Magic. Yeah. Oh, the oh, the Kings, all, the Pels, the Suns, yeah. the Magic. Ooh, I like my the squad, Rockets are man. A good league pass team. The uh, last night against the Sixers, double OT. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I was tuned into that, so I can't really knock the pick, and I was definitely pulling for the Rockets. It was a lot of fun. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll kind of one through the pitch real quick. Uh, we'll put a poll up in the group uh, to kind of see who the group kind of thinks had the best wide here. Uh, I'm going – I have the Memphis Gridweeds, the OKC Thunder, the Denver Nuggets, the Utah Jazz, and the Toronto Raptors. Mikey started off with a homo pick with the Trailblazers and then went with the Cavs, Pacers, Warriors, and then Bucks, and then Brett went with the Kings – Pelicans, the Celtics, hits kind of hits watch. That would kind of hit homo pick. And then the Orlando Magic and the Houston Rockets. So Such a Brett team. Yeah, It is. I love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm just glowing right now. Just looking at that team. Like, fuck yeah, man. You know, when you have like a really good fantasy draft or something, you just like, you can't really do anything because the season hasn't started yet. You can't even make trades. You're just like looking at your team like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's kind of how I feel about this this team of teams I've got right here. And I know I already know what's going to happen. I'm going to win. I'm going to win the poll in the group. And then people are going to say, oh, it's only because you had the Celtics. 
all those, all those, oh, yeah. all those fucking Celtics fans. But that's a, that's a dope team though, regardless. Yeah, like, yeah. You, yeah. yeah, all all of these are actually. I think we made some solid picks. R.I.P. Pistons. I think if Cade was healthy, they I probably would have been tempted to take them. I really like what they're doing too. You know, as far as young teams, uh, but with the Kate That's with Cade being game. out, that the yeah, that just they're just not quite there. They're still I'm, they're still fun watch though. I made a, Sorry, a preseason um, league pass five, and the Pistons and the Magic were on there, and they they fell off. But that's mostly just due to injury. Kind of not meeting expectation. Uh, another team that fell off for me. I went into the season thinking that the Timberwolves would be a top five Oof. watch, and that has been very. Same. They've been a bottom five watch for sure. I've, yeah, I've tuned maybe out. bottom two. I don't know, man. Yeah. They're not. They're they're not fun to watch. It's not right fun now. To watch. Um, I didn't have them as high, but no mention from anyone about the Mavericks. <sighs> Not the most fun, not the most fun brand of basketball. Like, you know, Luca's Luca's super fun to watch. Like, you know, he, he really is, but I don't know, man, the way they play, like, it's just not as entertaining. They might've been like my next pick. Like if I had had a back-to-back right there, I might've taken them just because it's Luca, but I'm not surprised they didn't go in the top 15. I don't know. Yeah. Luca's got to be the kind of the highest rated player to not have his team drafted, I believe. No question. That's saying something. That's or saying Durant. Something about, or yeah. Durant. Yeah, that's another I, one. That, I, I went away from, yeah. yeah, I went away from the Nets when I went with the Bucks pick. It was either, yeah. I had like Raptors, Nets right there, and then I decided to go with the personality pick instead because it's, I just have a Phoenix. hard time. Phoenix didn't go. Phoenix didn't get pulled. Yeah, that's true. That's crazy because they've they've got the second best offense in the league right now. I believe like that's uh they're kind of fun to watch with Booker. Like, yeah, that's that's surprising. It's wild that some of these teams went and they didn't. But like that's what's fun about this because like what really is entertaining to us? Like, we should send the shit to the league, or the schedule <laughs> makers, or the league, yeah. the league pass schedulers, or whatever. Like, hey. You know more more Pacers, motherfuckers. <laughs> more Pacers. <laughs> more, put these put them on national TV. Yeah, put them on NBA TV at least. There you go. Yeah, that's yeah, a nice yeah. spot we, for them. And people yeah. can watch it on their phone. Some some more people will accidentally watch it because it'll be on at a bar. No Lakers. Even LeBron in year twenty, not enough to. <laughs> Can't do it. Uh, yeah, I'm not proud. gonna be I'm... able to do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud that no one picked the board too. That would have been a terrible pick. Uh... I can't believe you didn't pick them, man. I thought you were gonna go Nuggets Bulls one two. I really did, or yeah. or Bulls Nuggets one two. No. Not that much of a homer. No, no, I don't like the I don't like the blocking the board right now. But and, um, I don't I don't either. Uh, we, we don't have to get too far into it. The we have like uh, eight minutes left. We want one through uh, fake trades really quickly. The I think we each maybe bought one. The yeah, for sure. Why don't you start us off, Riley? All right, the. I always kind of pitched this one to Mikey. So, the, um, and if the, you guys both don't have one, that's okay. We need to kind of go off the cuff shield for a few minutes. The, with the board struggling, the, and I don't think this is like a right now trade. It might be like an off-season trade. But I've kind of – I found my Levine trade that I, where I want Levine to go. Um, it's the – with the you know, three-team trade, kind of what, what I've been workshopping is – the Toronto Raptors get Levine and Jared Stone Jr. And then the boards get Evan Fournier, 
Coach Boucher, uh, and then maybe another salary in there, and I believe four first round draft picks, and then the Knicks get Jerry, uh, Gary Trent Jr. So pretty much the board give Levine and Dale Jones Jr. to the WAP for salary and three first round draft picks, and then they flip uh, Gary Trent Jr. to the Knicks and take back Fournier with another first round draft pick in there. So that kind of what I'm thinking that I've been, Mikey kind of knows, I've been trying to find a Levine place where he can go somewhere where it's a team I like and I can root for him. So that kind of one I came up with yesterday, but yeah, that's what I had. I like it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the going rate for stars these days and even on big contracts, like it's hard to make, like make the salary match as well. So it makes sense. You'd have to take a guy like Fournier back, but I uh, kind of guy that would really push the Raptors over the top. Like that would fault them. Like probably like a consensus, like five spots in the league pass rankings, just to like <laughs> yeah. have them have like a little bit more of a competent half court offense and a guy who could just be a bucket getter at the end of games. Cause Lately, Fred Van Vliet hasn't been it, and they're just kind of struggling on that end to find an identity. Yeah, he he's really good off ball too. It's something I don't think you get a lot of credit for when like Siakam and Stadi Bond are cooking. I think he can kind of be like a battle Gary Trent Jr. for him when that's happening. But then when those guys have an off night, you can kind of pick up the isolation or you want more play for him or whatever the case may be. The Mikey, the, did you have one you want to order? But yeah, you... quick, another Homer one. Um, but what do I have here? It's so I think it's it's just time to kind of switch it up a little bit at the pivot in Portland. And um, why not go after the guy who's been on the trade block for the most amount of years of anyone in the NBA and go for Miles Turner? And uh, mm. I think it'd be really cool to have a spacing five, someone who can just consistently finish around the bucket, add a little bit more mobility. The thing that I'd miss from Nurkic is uh, some of his high post passing, but I think you definitely make up for that by getting what Turner gives you from the offensive end, just spacing the floor. We've never had a consistent five like that. I think the pick would have to be, the trade would have to be something like Nurkic, a first round pick and Keon Johnson, Four miles turner. I think the salaries match up pretty similar for that. Might have to throw another, like take another body back or something, but um, the Pacers would have to absorb Nurk at three more years after this season. But I think that that's a contract that's really movable. It's like in that 16 mil range. And uh, I already ran it by Kane. He's the uh, overstated Pacers guru and he, he signed off on it. So I don't feel like I'm, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm going out of turn here. So, Might yeah. well call it into the league office at that point, I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this guy's done two million fake trade posts. Like yeah. he's it's a good source. So yeah. We should yeah, have had should have had him on as a guest, like just for this segment. Just yeah. Just some fire off some fake trades. 45 minutes. I actually want to do a whole episode with him. So that that might should. be coming up in the next few weeks. But I thought that'd we be great. Voice. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. It's from right. New Zealand, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, that'd be dope. That dude, he he he'd bring he'd bring the heat. I think, especially if you got into some fake trades or some Pacers talk, uh, that would be that'd be fire. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not I'm not a great fake trade guy. Um, I don't think there's there's a couple 
I like I actually thought Miles Turner to the Pelicans could be interesting. Yeah, definitely. Since we're on the Turner thing, and he really is like the ultimate trade rumor guy. It's funny because he's been playing up. I'm not quite so much recently, but he's been playing pretty damn well this season for the Pacers. And it's like, I don't know. Do you try to like just keep him there long term now? Like he's still pretty young. Um, or you know, would he want to be there long term? And then if not, you probably want to move him. But I think he'd be a better fit than Valanchunas on the Pelicans uh, next to those guys. Like, I, I'm not sure Valanchunas is, like, the best fit next to Zion. So that would be one there. Um, I mean, there's a couple guys that I'd like to see moved, like Obi Toppin. Like, what are they doing with him? Like, I feel like he's kind of being wasted. I think he could have a lot more value on another team. And you have to think there's another team out there that – looks at it that way like hey this guy's like kind of a gem and he's you know just not really playing in new york because he's got julius randall in front of him um but uh darius Baisley's fallen out of the rotation in okc um he's uh one of the league leaders in block rates still 22 has been playing really well this season even okc fans that like have doubted him will tell you like he's this is the best he's ever played but he's barely playing so I think there might be something more than just what's going on on the court with him where I, I'd be shocked if they don't move him. He could be an interesting piece. Kenyon Martin Jr., who we mentioned earlier, demanded a trade this past summer. I don't know where that's oh, I didn't at. Hear that. That's crazy. Yeah, like it was it, it was people made a big deal out of it just because it's like Kenyon Martin Jr. is demanding a trade. Like what yeah. what what does the league come to? This it was in like bad. july or something he reportedly said he wants out and i mean things seem well on that front but if i'm surprised they didn't like somebody didn't just guy right there yeah bro but he's playing really well for them but like if he did want out and um and they're willing to move him like he could make a big difference for you know a team in need of a power forward so there's just a few guys like that around the league but i don't really have like a specific trade i think the lakers are pretty interesting now yeah. With AD before his stomach ache or whatever happened this game, um, he's playing, you know, at an extraordinarily high level, like high enough where it's like, shit, if he and LeBron are healthy, yeah. playing at this level, Lonnie's playing at the level he's playing at, like maybe they really are like one piece away from being at least like a fringe contender. So, yeah. and we have to, we have to deal with the, every podcast, don't talk about DeWodin and Vucevic to the Lakewood now, but uh, yeah. yeah. We'll kind of wrap it there. Uh, we'll put the poll up in the group, uh, like I was saying, for the Lee Pat ranking. Uh, Brett, Mikey, thank you for coming on and talking basketball with me for over an hour. It was awesome. Yeah, thank you, fun. man. Thank you, guys. Good chatting, guys.